0: Thank you, Ajit. Thank you, Josh. Well, it's been a tough week this week, Uh, and uh, all the video footage that we've seen about the brutal killing of George Floyd. And I've been talking to some of you. I've been talking to many pastors, and just figuring out what's going on in your own heart, realizing that you thought you knew. And then you don't know how people are feeling. And um, I was trying to think how to address uh, the church this morning. And I wanted to address the church with a prayer. And I thought, okay, at the beginning of my sermon, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read what I've put down from my heart to pray, and then I'm going to pray it. And so, first of all, I just want to to read a prayer. Lord, we want to pray for the family of George Floyd, who watched with the rest of the world their loved one being killed by a racist white policeman. Lord, comfort and embrace them as they personally grieve and mourn in the full view of this global outpouring of anger and comment. Lord, we want to pray for every black person who watches the footage of the killing, who can identify with the brutality and racism they have also had and are experiencing now. Lord, we want to recognise that this evil has been inflicted because we're in a broken world. Lord, let this evil be rightly and justly addressed. Please, Lord, give us confidence and boldness and so much wisdom to speak out against injustice. Lord, we also pray that you would stop the hands of evil people who want to take advantage of this horrible situation. We also want to take up the mission of Jesus when he declared, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, that the time of the Lord's favour has come. Lord, we want to do what Jesus taught and work for peace because we know this is the calling of the children of God. Lord, we ask in your mercy you would hear our heartfelt prayer. Amen. Now I want to pray this. Same words. And if you can join with me, I'm going to pray now. Lord, we want to pray for the family of George Floyd, who watch with the rest of the world their loved one being killed by a racist white policeman. Lord, comfort and embrace them as they personally grieve and have to mourn in the full view of this global outpouring of anger and comment. Lord, we want to pray now for every black person who watched the footage of the killing, who identified with the brutality and racism that they also had and are experiencing now in their own lives. Lord, we want to recognise that this evil has been inflicted because of a broken world. Lord, let this evil be rightly and justly addressed. Please give us confidence, boldness, and so much wisdom to speak out against all injustice. Lord, we also pray that you would stop the hands of evil people who want to take advantage of this horrible situation. Lord, we want to take up the mission of Jesus when he declared, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, you have sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favour has come. And Lord, we want to do what Jesus taught on the Sermon of the Mount, to work for peace, because we know that this is the calling of the children of God. Lord, we ask in your mercy, would you hear our heartfelt prayer? All this has happened at a time of global pandemic. Not only has the world been watching just these brutal things, brutal killings on the telly, but the world has also been watching artists in the UK, but actually all around the world now. Singing the song, the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Now I want you to magnify this a million fold. Instead of a lone voice starting a song, think of a whole nation starting to sing, worthy. And then another nation comes into view, singing, is the land that was slaughtered. And then a whole continent, to receive power and riches. People, nation after nation, continent after continent, sing out wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing. And then I looked again and I heard the voice of thousands of millions of angels around the throne. And the living beings and the elders, and they sang a mighty chorus, and every creature in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, and in the sea, sang, "Blessing, honour, glory, and power belong to the one sitting on the throne, and to the Lamb, forever and ever." You see, that song that I've just read there was from Revelation five, eleven, thirteen, and the psalmist centuries before, gets a glimpse of heaven, gets a glimpse of this last and final day. Sing a new song to the Lord. Sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, praise his name. Let the heavens be glad, it says in verse 11, and the earth rejoice. Let the sea and everything in it shout his praise. Let the fields and their crops burst out with joy. Let the trees of the forest rustle with praise. Hey, not only nation after nation after nation joining together, giving adoration to the Lamb of the Slain, but the whole of creation can't keep quiet now. The trees, the fields, the crops, they're bursting out. They're joining with all humanity, worshipping the Lamb. John Piper, American theologian, says this. Around the world, there is a new song and a new vibrancy and a new personal engagement in singing to the Lord. And the really astonishing thing he says, in our time, in this way of awakening, of singing to the Lord with new songs, does such a strong global missionary flavor he carries on he says to his knowledge singing has never been more at the forefront of mission as it is today God is doing something wonderful in the fulfillment of Psalm 96 it is far bigger than any one church or one ethnic group or one region of the world the global church is singing hallelujah sing to the Lord Singing new songs and singing about the Lord's, God's Lordship over the nations. Fabulous, isn't it? I was moved to tears when I heard that solo voice, the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you. And then the crescendo as all the voices come together. Yeah, that is going to be eclipsed in that great and glorious day when Jesus Christ comes again. The next verse tells us that there's not only a global song, but there's a global responsibility for each of us to proclaim the good news. Verse two, each day proclaim the good news that he says what fabulous good news we have that our God says. The Apostle John, in his gospel, says this, The word that is God became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. Later on in his life, he wrote this, in a letter we proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning who we have heard and seen we saw him with our eyes we touched him with our own hands he is the word of life you know one of the things that you can't do at the moment with this isolation and physical distancing is you can't give people a hug we're a hug in church we are A tactile church. And you know we have a tactile God. And John is saying here, I hugged the Lord. I touched him with our own hands. What a wonder. What a... He treasured that all his life. That he had the privilege of walking, speaking. Not socially distancing from the creator of the universe he the word of life but he goes on to say yes this in verse 10 of John 1 yet the world very world this God created didn't recognize him he came to his own people and even they rejected him the creator of the universe was abandoned even by his closest friends, even by John, when false charges were made against him. He was condemned to death by the barbaric use of crucifixion. And then you get this tragedy of Jesus climbing the hill, carrying the very cross he was to be killed on until he could carry it no longer. He was carrying all the rejection, all the pain, all the sickness, all the sin of this world. You know, the one who hadn't done anything wrong, chose to be tortured, beaten, mocked and brutally killed, all for the sake of those he loved and created. You know, God so loved you so much that he gave his one and only son, that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Wow. What a saviour. What a creator. What a God. Verse three goes on. Publish his glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about these amazing things that he does. You know, we have a story to tell of the amazing things god has done when we look around the nations now we see what god is doing nation after nation how revival is happening all over the world among the persian speaking people tens of millions of chinese have been saved in the last few decades nation after nation are turning to the lord hey let's tell everyone of the amazing thing that god is doing just yesterday, the school of ministry, God was speaking to people through words of knowledge and bringing healing, deliverance. Hallelujah! That's to everybody about the amazing things God is doing. In a couple of weeks, on Tuesday evening at eight p.m., we're going to have Alpha online. And you know the brilliant thing about this alpha is anybody in the whole world can join it now some may have to get out of bed but lots of them will be eating breakfast others it will be afternoon if you have friends relations contacts work colleagues what a brilliant thing to text them and say why not join us for one hour on a Tuesday evening, to join us in this Alpha Course. What a blast to be able to invite friends, family, anybody that we know to this Alpha Course. Because we want people in Manchester as well, and we want people in the UK. But this psalm is all about the nations, and we have a golden opportunity to put this into practice. As Mike said, get texting. And then there's a global response. There's a global song. There's a global call for salvation. Now there's a global response. Nations of the world, recognize the Lord. It says in verse seven. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give the Lord the glory he deserves. Bring your offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in all his holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before him. On the night that I became a Christian, God was so real to me. I was in a room with, few, with a few other people and as the meeting went on, people kept saying to me that I was sitting in my seat and I was shaking. You know, that went on for around half an hour. I was experiencing god's presence in a tangible way god was real and he wanted me and i knew it i remember it was around midnight as i walked home i made a decision if god was this real i would give my life to him in a few moments i'm going to give you the opportunity to make your own response to join the millions who've recognized that God is the answer to their salvation. And then we go to the end of the psalm in verse 13. It says this, The Lord, for he is coming, he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with his truth. You know, as I mentioned at the beginning, this psalm, is looking right to the last day, it's, he's a prophet, he's, he's seeing in his mind's eye, he's writing about the future, it, centuries before even we are reading it, and capturing this amazing scene of Jesus, of God coming again, Revelation 1, John picks up this theme again he said look he comes with the clouds of heaven and everyone will see him even those who pierced him and all the nations of the earth will mourn." yes amen you know in part this addresses also what's going on at this time with the terrible evil and injustices that are happening says he will bring justice you know we need to pray the lord's prayer Let your will be done today in the world as it is in heaven. You know, there's no injustice in heaven. There's no racism in heaven. There's no death in heaven. There's no sickness in heaven. And when Jesus comes again, that is all going to be consummated. That's all going to be fulfilled. But we have the privilege as the people of God to actually pray for a touch of heaven on our earth that's why jesus said pray let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and then paul catching up this theme again in thessalonians put it this way for the lord himself will come down from heaven with a commanding shout with the voice of the archangel and with a trumpet call of god first the christians who have died will rise the graves, then together with them we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Then we will be with the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Wow. This psalmist capturing a singing, redeemed international community, the redeemed of the Lord saying so. Talking about the... The glories of God telling everybody, our God, the creator God, the eternal one, saves and he's coming again. Now I want to give you an opportunity to respond. Now is your time. The king is coming. And those who have responded with a yes like I did, Around midnight, that night, God revealed himself to me. Can have a great salvation and a relationship with the King. I want to pray. And if you want to join with me, wherever you are, to respond to this offer. The Eternal One became a man and walked among us. To be the savior of the world. Let's pray. Lord, Lord God, I want to acknowledge that you are a king. You are the king. I want to acknowledge that in this fallen world, in my fallen state, my state of sin, I'm in need of a savior. Lord, I want to acknowledge that you took my sin. You were brutally killed, and as you were killed, you said it is finished. My sin has been dealt with. Lord, I want to give my life to you. I want to respond. I want to join with that whole crowd singing, 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 singing and singing. Our God reigns. I want to join the church of Jesus Christ, the people of God, the redeemed of the Lord. I pray, take my life and let it be God-given, holy to you. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. May God bless you all.